can't tell you. All right, so <clears throat> so we're reviewing uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender, right? The Netflix live action show. God, I hope not. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. I actually finished it. It's fine. It's not terrible. I'm one episode away from finishing it, and I cannot fucking continue. I I'll say this: it's it's an okay first step. It looks great. I'll say that it looks great. <sighs> just, it's just man. It's just that, like, I want to finish it and then walk into like a beach and just stare at it and be like, man, it looks good. Okay, I, <laughs> there's two things where they fucked up, and I think I know why they fucked up on both of them, but I still don't like it. Mm -hmm. The Saka should have been sexist. I'm sorry. Like he has to learn. Yeah, yeah should have learned this lesson. And King, uh, you King Boomy was one of my. That's one of my favorite scenes in the whole fucking show. Is when Ang's like Boomy. That's right, Ang. How are you? And then he teaches them the lesson of like being the Avatar is about responsibility. Now let's go have some fun. Yeah. I don't know. A big one for me is the fact that they split the uh, when they tell Ang's story and Suko's backstory, and it turned out to be the exact same. Mm -hmm. Like I, I missed that they split that, and also I don't like that they spend too much time explaining. Like I hate that Ang shows up and is like, "But I'm fun. I like to have fun." And it's like, man, if only there was a way for us to see. So that we will believe it instead of like just hearing about it. Because that's why people read books, not watch a visual medium. Uh, I'll, okay, I'll, go off, King. I, I'll also say this, and I, I want to be clear. I'm not trying to bash anyone, but... Be very careful with your words. I think it would have helped if they had gotten some actors that were a little bit older that maybe could have played younger. Oh, God. I'll say that. I, I think they did great jobs for being kids, but I think if they had just been like, fuck it, we're going to make Aang fucking 14 or 15. But why? He's younger in the show because we need talent. Like I, I think that would have helped to improve the show greatly. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that. Uh, I don't know. It's I not, don't know. It's not their fault. They're young. It's just like, yeah, I, I think they would have benefited from like One Piece being able to use older actors that are more experienced. I think, I think that I think this show would have benefited from that. Well, I don't want to do a review on it, if I'm totally honest with you. Uh, We're not. We won't. We could just, that that will be our thoughts. But about a show about that I, uh, a show that I do want to talk about. Oh, a show I fucking love. Okay. Shall we just get into it? Yep. Uh, Chema, hit the intro. Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chema. And I'm Eddie. 
reviewing Hasbin Hotel, and this is uh, the rollback. In an attempt to find a non-violent alternative for reducing Hell's overpopulation, the daughter of Lucifer opens a rehabilitation hotel that offers a group of misfit demons a chance at redemption. So, this is the, um, I guess, long-term uh, adaptation. And finally, like, uh, season-long, I guess, uh, adaptation of Has Been Hotel. This was a, a pilot that came out uh, around 2019 that was made entirely by freelance uh, animators and was financed just by uh, Vivian Medrano's uh, Patreon. Uh, shout out to indie creators. You really are the backbone of this entire economy. Uh, and the popularity of it led to a deal with A24, Amazon, and also a spinoff that has two seasons already. So it's amazing how this they released this episode and they made a spinoff that already has two seasons and with a third one coming. And this one finally got a full season adaptation. So this uh, show stars Alex Brightman, Stephanie Beatrice, Keith David, Kimiko Glenn, Erica Nixon, and other colorful actors. So how did you feel about staying, about spending... A little bit of time in hell. Um, this I said in the video review. This might be the best original property that I've seen since the first John Wick. Jesus Christ! That's everyone coming from this guy. That's like one of the highest prices that you can give. Well, like because well, okay, because a lot of stuff nowadays is like um retakes remakes blah 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 mm -hmm. but god damn this show like i think the young kids use the term slaps this show slaps this the, the kids already stopped using slaps but i think it's gotten to the point where we're, now we can say it so yeah <laughs> I, I i do agree this, this the, show does slap is, is that a term crunk the, the show is crunk is that, is that oh my place? god that's 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 the oh i'm getting older uh it's hip. Oh god. It's very hip. It's very in and, and in the now. <laughs> oh my god. Uh how much can I age myself? It's a hoot nanny. Look, this show was super fun. Uh eight episodes, 30 minutes. Uh you can go in and out. You can really binge this show. Um you can I think I'm gonna afternoon. Very I think I'm gonna rewatch it at some point because I feel like the animation was so crisp and so specific. Uh I have my pros, I have a couple of cons, honestly, about the show. But let's sing the praises for the show. First of all, speaking of singing the praises, these songs, man. Two songs per episode, and they're all bangers. Like None these of them are bad. They're all good. Like, uh, like I binged the show with uh with Jazz, and we did this thing where like every time a song number would end, like immediately one of us would be like, God damn, these songs are good. Like immediately, like songs are really good. Um well they can vary from like uh, I want songs to I am songs to some that feel like they, they wouldn't be far away from a Disney song. I, yeah, I was gonna say, man. I remember I even said Disney wishes that they could write songs this good. Honestly, after hearing the songs from Wish, yeah, they need they they they, they could learn a, a, a thing or two from this. The thing is, is like Disney. Like I think 
the last two big hit songs was uh, Bruno and Let It Go, I'd argue. Yeah. Uh, this song, this show has like four of those. And it's only eight episodes. So Disney, take notes. Uh, the secret is that cursing. Uh, but every every song not only hit, but I also love the fact that each song moved the story forward. Every song had a purpose. It would none of it was ever none of it ever felt like oh we have to check marks of like you know two songs per episode. Like no, every song had meaning and purpose. From uh, a happy day in hell to uh, Adam's song where you know everyone's gonna burn, it hit. It 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 fit the characters. Alistar with his uh, with his like old radio music at times to Lucifer and his like uh, was it? I'll rig the game because I'm the ref. Like, oh, it's just so fucking good all the way through. Um, the music in this show is amazing, and I would watch. I would watch a three-hour musical of Hasbin Hotel. If they converted this into a stage show, I would buy a ticket for every day of the week and twice on Sundays. Jesus. Um, God damn. Yeah. I've worked out to some of these songs. I've actually incorporated them into my playlist. Like I was I literally drove to work today listening to Happy Day in Hell. Like it is yeah. <laughs> I think it might be my favorite one. Uh which speaking of uh, you know, we, we could talk about the songs, but it's about the characters that sing them. And uh, my favorite character is Charlie. I love a good, happy-go-lucky Yankee girl protagonist. Like, but this character... That's wonderful! Yeah, she reminds me of, like, th there's a little bit of Ted Lasso in there. There's a little bit of... Uh, uh, the character that she most reminded me of was Leslie Nope, who's the protagonist from Parks and Recreation. Mm -hmm. Like, that's who she reminded me the most. Uh, a little bit of uh, also joy from Inside Out, I think. Uh, yeah. This, yeah. Uh, I like this character, and I like uh, I like having her as a protagonist. You know, uh, I like the side characters. I, I like Vaggy, uh, which is very fun to say. You know, it's <laughs> fun to have a character called Vaggy. Um, also, I want to I want to say this. Uh, I have to correct myself just for a moment. Um, I mentioned in the video review that Charlie was a lesbian. No, she's actually bisexual. I didn't catch that, but apparently she's yeah. bisexual. So my, my uh, I don't, I don't remember them dwelling into that. Uh, but me neither. Sure. But yeah. Uh, okay. That was a correction. Yeah. Uh, sometimes uh, I, I don't know. They, they'll hint to stuff, and then they just don't develop it. Like there's a moment where uh, Alistair takes Charlie uh, to speak uh, to this other woman to to, and and then. She'll just go like, uh, "Oh yeah, uh, Alistair. Like I, I, I know you're 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 quite an ace in the hole." And then he goes like, "I'm I'm I'm a what now?" Oh, and, he's. Uh, and I think they said he's asexual. He's asexual, but 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 like describing it like that and that being our only uh, bar bar, I was like, "All right, interesting. Uh, we're going there." Um, I like these characters, man. I like uh, I, I I like their voices. I freaking love uh oh god uh husk uh, I love uh, husk and angel dust I like husk because I freaking love Keith David like I oh, love nuts to I, hear him in this role his voice is so like famous to say perfect. it to say the least his voice is absolutely perfect I mean I grew up uh you know listening to him uh because of gargoyles and shit like that. Oh, I didn't uh, notice. You're right. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. He was in Gargoyles, and uh, he was really good. And uh, he was the villain in uh, Princess and the Frog, also. 
Uh, he was really good in that. And he was just in Nope. So, like, he he's one of those actors that can really pop, on, pop in anywhere. And I love his voice work. So it was great to hear him here. Uh, Stephanie Beatrice from uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine plays Vaggie. I heard uh, it immediately. I was like, oh, hey. Yeah, yeah you can really tell. Um, and, you know, of course, you know, her voice is, her singing voice is great, too. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of characters here. Um, like I said, only eight episodes. I want you to say thank you, A24, for picking this up. Oh, I did. Because, I, I mentioned it. Yeah. In, uh, in uh, I mentioned it in the video review. Like, A24, <laughs> like, they've been stumbling a bit in movies, but in TV shows, they've been knocking out of the park with beef, euphoria, and this. What the fuck are you talking about? What? Stumbling in movies? I, I what say, are you I talking about? Bad. I'm like, ah, oh, they did a missus recently. Let me see. Re- missus recently? Let me see. Let, let me. Let you me. You want to fight, boy? Like, what? Sure. The Iron Claw, the Son of Interest, Dream Scenario, Priscilla. Like, talk to me. What? Past movie? lives, Boys Afraid. Like, what really? Movie, what movie made me say that they stumbled? I wonder. Huh? What the whale? Hold on. Da, 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 da. Fucking uh, what? Um, I I just gave you like a ton. Pearl? Just because you didn't like bodies, 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 okay, doesn't mean that like Dick's the musical? Huh. Dick's the musical was fun. <laughs> Medusa Davis talks to me. Whatever. Look. Either way, fucking A24 has been killing it when it comes to TV shows. Between beef, euphoria, and this. Fine. And I'll stand uh, by that. I also said that this that this show kicks the shit out of Invincible. Oh, uh, I haven't. I've never. I only saw the first episode of Invincible. I can't really like talk they, on it. But they the the fandom is not the best. I'll say that much. Uh, <laughs> it's borderline Rick and Morty levels of toxic. But again, I'll say this much: Hasbro Hotel kicks the shit out of that by a mile. It's not even close. <laughs> Look, uh, this show was great. Uh, I really like the characters. I really like the episode length. I like the songs. I love the character uh, arcs. Like, because everyone does have some degree of a character arc throughout the entire show. Whether they're a good guy or a bad guy, they do develop. Yeah. Um, goddamn. Baggy uh, coming out to Charlie that she's, was actually, she's an angel. Because there's a war going on between heaven and hell and the extermination process. Um what who else? Um Adam being a piece. I love that. I love how they rework an old biblical story to fit the frame of this show. I love that. Adam and Lilith. No, Lilith went with Lucifer and then we got Eve. Like after the fact. Yeah. Um I love that I love that uh Lucifer in the show is a fucking dreamer. I love that Lucifer Morningstar is a nervous dad with his head in the clouds. He reminded me of uh, there's this anime called Soul Eater, mm-hmm. and the main character Maka, she's this prodigious student. She's a great fighter. She's a super, very cool, independent character. Mm-hmm. And her dad is uh, like the most, like the most talented, most powerful, like uh, master. I believe that's meister, soul meister. Uh, so she has natural talent from him and from from mom, but their relationship is not great because he's not a great dad, but he's good pretty much at everything else. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to see that relationship. And I kind of saw a little bit of that 
with them he, with uh Charlie and uh and Lucifer. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I like uh, it's uh, I, I like the kind of the kind of relationship. And I like Jeremy Jordan who plays uh Lucifer. He's a Broadway actor and I've seen him in some other stuff. So he's he's good. Oh. Um I have a couple of cons that uh I've got so many like, pros but all right, we can dive into cons. Just a quick just quick cons, okay? Um first uh, Stephanie Beatrice, who plays Vaggie, she's good. Like, I'm not going to say that she's bad. Of course, I'm not going to say that. Um, however, because we know her, you know, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, we know when she does, like, her voice when she's doing that character. Yeah. We've see, all seen the videos of, like, when she's talking with her normal voice and we're all freaked the fuck out. Yeah. Um, she has a great singing voice. You know, we've seen it in Encanto. We saw it in uh, in The Heights. And stuff, but the thing is that when she was singing as those characters, those were very happy-go-lucky characters, and the, her voice reflected that. She's doing the Rosa Diaz voice here in mm-hmm. as Maggie. She's doing a more deep, growling voice, but she's not changing her singing voice. Mm-hmm. So when she sings, it almost sounds like two different people. Because like her singing voice is chirpy, happy, beautiful, go lucky. Yeah, uh, which doesn't match Baggy. A lot. Uh, I didn't catch that. I, mean, I caught. I it it took me a little bit. It took me out a little bit because her voice, her, her singing voice and her talking voice, which sometimes interlap because that's how musical theater works. Uh, they feel like night and day. That's not a criticism per se, but it is something that really took me out when she, whenever she would start singing, because her singing voice is happy. It's it's beautiful. It's gorgeous, but. I don't know what her background is in theater. I, I I don't know. I don't mean to criticize that. Also, I'm not an expert. I'm just saying that the, noticing the difference kind of took me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my first one. My second one, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older. But the gratuitous cursing took me out a little <laughs> There was so much like there was, I don't mean, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be that guy. It's just like, after a while, I, I was like, God damn it. Yeah. You said fuck already. Like, do do we need to give you a counter? Like, are you like, were they getting paid by the fuck? Like they're in hell. I know they're in hell. And I know, I know that like, this is not a criticism of the show, but I was like, Jesus Christ. Like you don't, you don't like, a good fuck, like a good, a good, a good, well executed fuck, like in a sentence, can do wonders, but not when it's every sentence, you know. Uh, and with Adam, like I get it, he's kind of the, he's kind of the villain, you he's know. He's a Chad douchebag. Yeah, but with everyone else, it was like I found it a little excessive. Uh, I think you're I don't know. Old. I think I'm getting old. Yeah, I think you're getting old because I, I okay. I, for what it's worth, I found that they never cussed without it being warranted to some degree. Like, Alistair doesn't use the word fuck up fuck all the time, but I remember when he says, um, you know, Adam, first man next to die. Oh, I'm going to end your fucking life. Like, yeah, go. And the second yeah, like- time they use the word fuck is when he breaks his down. He's like, oh, fuck. Like, he's yeah, like-, like, there there are moments where it was like my favorite line of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Of the whole thing is when in the first episode when Charlie starts her, her her number when she starts singing and walking out the street 
And Baggy goes like, okay, just please don't sing to them. And <laughs> please don't, please don't sing at them. And uh Angel does just goes like the bitch is already halfway down the street. <laughs> like, <laughs> like bitch is already halfway down the street. Like that's my <laughs> I, I've been saying that to myself. Like I've been, like I walk across the street and I'm like, bitches halfway across the street. Like, I don't know why that line just, just gets me. And then when she's singing and then she, to a random guy, she just goes like, hello, sir. And the guy just goes, go fuck yourself. Okay. Like, yeah. She goes, okay. Yeah. Uh, there are times where it can be, but I found it to be, a little extreme and like I get it the joke is oh it's a cartoon ah, it's funny because uh, it's cartoons cursing you know I I've seen Ghibli movies like seeing mature themes uh, animated do, does not scare me does not take me out quite the contrary I think animation is the second best way to tell a story you know number three is live action number two is animation number one is of course live action and Muppets so when <laughs> I'm fucking right about that. Um, what if you know? I heard someone say, "What if they remade Schindler's List, but they used Muppets instead of real people, except for Schindler being a real guy?" That was the darkest pitch I've ever heard in my life. And and and, and they'll pull it off too. Uh, I, I don't think they'll I want pull it off. They'll <laughs> pull it off. Yeah. I don't know. I want like a I, I want like a new version of Columbo, and it's just Columbo with Muppets. Like that's that's all I want, honestly. Oh, I also heard someone pitch the idea of what if they did uh, a superhero, like a what if special or something like that, but yeah. with um, with Muppets and like one live action hero. They would they would nail that shit. I mean, they're all good. Like, it's literally the best way to tell a story. And uh, and with this, back to Has Been Hotel. Um, I don't know if I was like fourteen. Mm-hmm. when I was like at my most angsty and my most emo, like uh, this would be all over, like I would be all over this shit. Um, I like it. Like, I'm not going to say that I don't like it because I do, I, I, I do have fun with it. And there's a part of me that was also thinking like, why am I not loving this? Why am I not loving this? Like as much as I should, because it's a fucking miracle that it happened. Like it's a miracle that this, this animator just did a pilot on YouTube for, you know, just because she wanted to and was able to pull a deal like this. It's great. Like, I'm so glad this is a thing that exists in the world, but there are times being between the episodes where I feel like this is getting, this is like too much. Like this is like, mm-hmm. I, and, and not even in like euphoria. Cause like, for example, I watch euphoria, but every episode of euphoria, my toes are doing this. Like they're curling. Like I am, I am, I'm my most nervous and most anxious watching that show. And this, uh, it's not that it's cringy because I, I don't want to call it cringy, but there are a lot of, I don't know. I feel like um, I don't know, a lot of fucks, a lot of pussy, a lot of jokes, a lot of dick jokes, a lot of uh, sex jokes. Yeah. And I'm, I, I don't want to censor it. Like I, I'm not here be, be, being like, stop it, stop it. But I am like, like I got like after a while I was I was like ah can I I have to watch like something you need a palate cleanser yeah I need a palate cleanser after after this um that's nuts because watching the show I couldn't wait to keep watching it man I was yeah. I was so entrenched I wanted the next episode like I was itching for it 
Um, which I guess to me, that's like the mark of a great show when you're like, mm -hmm. what's next? What's next? I need to see the next episode. I need to know what happens next. Um, I was so invested in the characters and the story and the, the originality of it all. That's nuts. I think, um, huh, yeah. okay. Two very different experiences. The cursing didn't take me out, um, at any point. Except maybe it's me. Like maybe it, like it, it, it's me. It's not a, it's, it's not a thing. It's just. Yeah, it's just that. No, no, no. It, it it is me. You know, like it's not a. Like I did like the show. Like I I would rewatch it. I would show it to someone that has never seen it. But I do think it's something that's a little hard to. Not recommend, but like, I don't know. I feel like if someone if someone isn't into like the cursing and the sex jokes and everything, it's not gonna be for them. Yeah. Um. What's it called? What did you think? So can we talk about one of the... Well, hold on. Were there any other negatives that you had? I do have one more. Um, so the art style, as cool as it is and as original as it is, I do think the characters after... A, after In the first episode, I had to rewatch the first episode to like really get a hold and understanding of like where the characters were standing and where they were because there's a lot of red, a lot of purple, a lot of yellow in the show. And all the characters have very similar uh, color patterns. The backgrounds are very similar, have very similar color patterns to the characters. And of course it's hell. Like it's, uh, they're all demons, of course. But I was a little lost sometimes. Like sometimes I was like, wait, wait, what was this character again? Which one was the porn one? Which one? Oh God. Like I was, uh, I was a little lost in that. Um, and like, I love animation. Like I love these kind of characters and, uh, and, but I was getting confused. I was, I was getting confused. For a bit. And again, this is, this is a me issue. It's, it's, it's not a show issue, but after a while they would introduce a new character and I'd be like, have we seen this guy before? Like, have we, have we not? Like they, they all kind of started to feel and look alike. And because they all, they, because they all cursed all the time and because they all talk the same way. No. It was a little hard to differentiate them sometimes. Um, it got easier the more episodes passed, but I think those are my biggest like things with the show. The things that make them like not be super perfect for me. Uh, again, I like the show. I would watch another season. Uh, I already started watching uh, Hello, Bobas, which is the uh, the spinoff, mm -hmm. which already has two two seasons with the third one on the way. Uh, I like those characters as well. It takes place also in hell, but it's on a different building. Uh, it, the, the, there is some cross uh, cross promotion in there, which is kind of cool. And um, yeah, like I like this world. I, I I do have a good time with it. It's just uh, I don't know. I feel like teenage me would have loved this, but now it's like I don't know. There are there's a part of me that's kind of thinking like ah, uh, uh, I don't know. I got distracted. You know, it's funny because to me, I never had issues with distinguishing who was what, not just because of the voices were so distinct to me, but mm -hmm. also like their art style felt different. Angel Dust looks very different from Charlie and Charlie looks very different from Vaggy to Serpentius to Adam to uh, Alistair to Husk. They all look so different to me that I, I never had that issue, which is odd. Um I'll say this much. The art style I loved on my end how unique everyone looked, but also yeah. how it fit their character. For some reason, 
like Husk looked like a bartender slash dealer. Like Charlie or uh, Charlie looked like this wide-eyed protagonist. Like they all looked right. Now there is some controversy, as I understand from like the the fandom of this particular show, uh, when it came to the art changes from the pilot to this. Yeah, and you can tell, like the animation is not as crisp in the pilot as it is during the show because you're mass producing this. You're not doing a 30 minute cut. You're doing eight 30 minute episodes. So we can't, the art style can't be as crisp. I will say this though, that pilot episode, the animation of that pilot episode rivaled anything Disney's put out and I'll fight anyone on that. Um, But it does uh, look great. Yeah. But one thing I do want to talk about, one of the heavier episodes is, uh, is Angel Dust's episode. Uh, oh with, yeah, with a great song in Poison and a great song in uh, Loser Baby, but man, that episode was heavy, and I did not expect a cartoon show about hell to maybe be the best depiction of uh, rights for sex workers that I've seen in a very, 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 very long time. Um, that conversation is very much overdue. It's amazing how it's a, it is a show about hell, and it's you know kind of sticking up for a lot of. Other people. Um, the animation in this show is so flowy and has so much weight that there's a scene in that episode where uh, Angel does this, like, kind of getting, like, pushed around. And you feel it. Like, you feel the weight of how he's being pushed and how he's being uh, just controlled and how little space he has to be himself. And... Well, it... It like the fact that the show st- the episode starts with like a like a trigger warning, and I remember seeing that and, be, and, th- and thinking like, all right, well, what's gonna happen? And then it just throws you right into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, they made someone made a point. I saw this where in the lyrics of the song, disassociate, and that's right around the time that you see Angel does dancing. But if you look at the screen in the back, you see what's happening to him. Kind of like he shuts off and he's not in his own body. He's over here while what's happening is happening over here. Um, And you hear you like, I don't know about everyone else. I've heard stories of the adult film industry and the bad things that happened there. Look up Reddit uh, secrets of the adult industry. Look that up on YouTube. And it's like an IM where people will answer questions of stuff that you didn't know. And you hear horror stories of what happens. People being drugged. uh, Things happening without consent. uh, People being controlled. The whole idea of like, oh, their pimps aren't a thing anymore. No, they are. They they very much are. They're they're managers. They're not pimps. Um, And you hear all these terrible things. And... The fact that this show took a very clear stance on the matter as far as rights for sex workers are concerned. Not only that, but had this show also has the fortitude to call out hypocrisy in religion in general. Like it's doing two very dynamic things. And I love both calling out hypocrisy and standing up for people that let's be honest, no one really stands up for if we're being honest. Um. I appreciated that. And then we get a great musical number between Husk and Angel Dust, which some people thought it was offensive because it kind of downplayed it, which I don't think it did. To me, it addresses 
a lot of issues. Like we're both in a shit situation. Yeah, it's a musical number because it's still a cartoon show when it's musical. But I mean, I can't remember the last time I saw any major motion animated show or film that tackles such a heavy topic. Well, major motion is, you know, it is a streaming show and it is still coming from this very independent soul. You know, Vivian Medrano, you know, she she thought of all this. She had uh, animators working on this and then, you know, got keys to the kingdom and was able to do a full length show. Streaming gives you, I think, more freedom than prime time. And just because it's animated, I think a lot of people think like, oh, well, it's for kids. Like, what how, What am I supposed to do? It's obviously very much not for kids. Yeah. I was talking to a co-worker a couple days ago, and I was telling him, like, yeah, I'm going to watch. Uh, I'm watching Hasbin Hotel. And he's like, uh, oh, um, yeah, my daughter was watching that recently. And I was like, your daughter's like nine, dude. And I was like, wait, is it for adults? And I was like. Dude, a character is called Baggy. Like you, you connect the dots. Like, yeah. So, so, so I was like, yeah, you should, you should watch what your kid is watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I would say this show is not meant for kids. Maybe yeah. like late age teenagers, but definitely not kids. Yeah. Um. Even late age teenagers. I mean, you're gonna discover shit like at your teenage years either way. So you, why not this? You know, which is. Very well written. The songs are catchy. The characters are cool. They also um, have good, good character arcs that I think uh, warrant being watched. Like Charlie being optimistic is worth watching. Serpent, yeah. Serpent, Serpent, Yeah, Serpent. Yeah. Um, his redemption arc of like these people don't care about me. You're my found family now. Um, yeah. There are character arcs throughout this that are worth watching, that are worth learning. Um. Yeah, I, I I would say that that's warranted. Um, can we talk about my favorite character? Um, can I take a wild guess? Sure. Is it uh, Alistair? Absolutely correct, sir. Oh my god, I knew it. Yeah, go ahead. I fucking love Alistair. I love his interactions, his presentation, his look, his voice, his mannerisms. The fact that they carry his like old school radio ish stuff. Even in the music, like, it sounds like an old radio. Even when he shit talks, you know, I'm not dead, but we are ending this broadcast. Like, all that works. I love the duel uh, that he has with with, uh, Lucifer in that song. Like, back and forth. I love it. You know what drove me nuts? People didn't understand the reference of why Lucifer was using a golden fiddle. Oh my god, it's 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 classic. It's Charlie Daniels. Like some people didn't understand the reference. I thought I, I understood it immediately. Like it was just well, it is a very old song. And like here's the thing. I know that song because I play guitar Cure 3. Okay. Like I shouldn't know it either. Like I know it because you know it's a song you play when you're playing against the devil oh, in the final boss. I know it from Futurama. <laughs> I, and here I thought you would know it because you're Texan. <laughs> a man of culture i see <laughs> but um oh man i love his character i love uh everything there's a secret well not secret there's a fan theory that the demon that holds alistair's contract is nifty that'd be so funny 
She did technically kill Adam. Spoiler. She did, yeah. Uh, I related to Nifty a little bit because you 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 will find me at the club cleaning shit. Like it's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I, I, I relate to them, and I relate to to her and with to Charlie. Like Charlie is my favorite character. Like I, I love a, a, a protagonist like that, and I like that she also has moments where she doubts herself. She is sad, and I like that it is it is it, her arc at the end is about the burden of leadership. Like she. Is constantly getting told that she can be optimistic all she wants, but she is bringing more trouble than she's solving. Like uh, the first episode, she tries to solve something, and now she makes the purge happen twice a year instead of once. Yeah, uh, and I like how her popularity with in hell, like you know, the, they see her as this nepo baby that's just trying to, you know, solve a problem that can't be solved. And this is no, her she, project, her feel good project. Yeah, and no, like you can tell that she, uh, the the way that she, the she's coming from like a good place where she wants to help. Yeah, and yeah, I love the Egg Boys. I freaking love the Egg Boys. Yeah, they're they're. Uh, we changed the name of our Discord, w- w- the one that I have with my friends, to the Egg Boys, just because of those guys. Uh-huh. Uh, they're great, <laughs> great little minion characters. If they sold like little plushes of them, I would get one. Uh, I hope they do. I hope they start. Yeah, uh, they need to start merching the fuck out of this show, <laughs> dude. It is and, to find merchandise. Like I'm, but gonna buy a shirt off fucking Itzy because I can't find anything. Yeah, the thing is that A24 is very specific with their merch, and it's also very expensive. Have you ever been to the A24 shop on the no. internet? It is fucking expensive. Everything in there. Um, but but yeah, we're, we're a small indie promotion. Yeah, small indie promotion. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, has been hotel great. They haven't confirmed a season two, but if they do, I would watch it. Uh, I know. I think they confirmed season two already. Haven't they? Have they? I don't know. Have they? Um, it says till present. It doesn't say discography, release, reception, series, reception. Um, sexual Alistair series reception. Uh, oh, uh, following its release, Hasbro Hotel has set a new streaming record for Prime Video, becoming the largest global debut of viewership for a new animated series on the platform. Well, technically, they haven't confirmed it. Also, there's a really weird controversy with a YouTuber that paid fifty thousand dollars for a music video with Charlie. Which, oh yeah, I saw that, but that's on them. That's yeah. on them. Fucking you, fucking weirdo. I I don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um that disgust. But uh anyway, that's it. No. I mean good for the I mean good for the animator that, that got paid. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah, good for them. They got paid at least, but fuck. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, overall this show for me it's an A plus. Like it might really? if we did a top ten like TV shows, this might be like in my this would probably be in my top ten if we ever did all time favorite TV shows. All-time favorite TV shows, including animation, live action. Everything. Including Ted Lasso. Jesus How Christ. Oh, fuck. Um, it's a high That's bar. High. Look, it, it, it is, which sucks, because I'm usually the animation nerd here. So I'm like, I like it. I, I love it. background knowledge. Yeah, like, I, 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 I like it. I like everyone involved. Uh, I want to see more. Uh, I hope this makes people watch Hell of a Boss, which is also great. 
Um, and I'm glad that the voice actors are getting, you know, all these jobs. So that's that's also great. Yeah. Uh, I love animation. And, and and this is traditional to the animation, which is great. Like, I I, I want more of this. Uh, it's an, it's an 8.8 out of 10 for me. It's uh, it's almost uh, it's almost a close nine. Uh, I very much like it. I will see it again. I will seek it again. Um, but season two needs to come. Like you know, I mean, of course, take your time. You know, let the animators do their work. Don't yeah. crunch them. Um, but yeah, um, very much like this one. We'll rewatch. Um, yeah, big fan. Big fan of this. Uh, also, just the name is cool. Has been hotel. Like that, 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 like that's fucking good. Yeah, it's uh, it's great. And uh, the songs, yeah, I'm gonna be replaying those over, oh. over and over. I have um, the I have the one of Lucifer versus Alistar, and then Happy Day in Hell. I have a couple of them on my playlist. Like, damn, I I can't. None of the songs are bus. At worst, they're good. Yeah, I have Happy Day in Hell, and I have Whatever It Takes. Also, I have it. Uh, yeah, I have it on my phone. Yeah, there we go. Actually, you know what? The only one I don't like is uh, Out for Love. That's the only one I don't love. I like that one. I like the beat to that. It's yeah. uh, it's got like a Latin beat in there. I just it's good. I, I don't I, I don't know I don't know what it is. I just got to be out for love. I, I don't know. I just don't like that. No, that that's just me. Um, but yeah, folks. Um, a plus from me, 8.8 from Chema. That should tell you all that you need to know. This is a great fucking show all the way through. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. If you've already seen it, go watch it a few more times. Um, also, uh, we owe this show a special debt. Chema, real quick, uh, before we yeah. go. Yeah. You remember you said you mentioned a New Year's resolution that you had. I don't know if you said it on the show or not. Was for us to go get 200 subscribers. Do you remember that? I do, yeah. That was your goal for the year. It felt very far away, man. And we, so it took us 43 months to hit 100 subscribers. We hit 200 in the span of about 10 weeks. We're cracking the code little by little. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for liking. Thank you for watching. This show pushed us over that mark. Like that video is what the one that got us over. So, Big thank you for Husband Hotel for helping us get subscribers and grow what little we have. Thank you, uh, everyone. And uh, ah! sorry, <clears throat> sorry, I'm allergic. Change of weather gives me that. Gives me that. Um, I thought you were gonna say I'm allergic to success. I'm allergic to success. It's kind of cold here at the peak of success. Um, <laughs> it's cold here. Um, no. Uh, thank you. Thank you to everyone. We do not plan on stopping anytime soon. We do not plan on slowing down anytime soon. If anything, we plan to take this momentum and keep running with it. Ramp uh, so thank up. you. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, we will continue next week. What are we doing next week? I say Dune 2 if you're down. I think we should. Yeah. Uh, it makes sense. Supposedly, uh, it's gotten much better reviews since the first one, so we'll see. Maybe they saved all the good stuff for this film. The first one that got nominated for Best Picture, that one. Um, yeah. Look, look <laughs> uh, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it, and I I will not give an opinion until I see it. Simple as that. Well, I remember when we reviewed Part One, you were like, "Look, I need to see Part Two, and then I can judge it completely." Uh, and I stand by it. <clears throat> and I will 
We'll get back to that. We'll get I'll back try. to that. I'll try. Me too. All right. Uh, all right. So that was has been Hotel. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Chema. I've been Eddie. And this was The Rollback. Signing off with a reminder that, yes, all souls can be repented. I like that. Yeah. That's the ending. Let's just fucking let's just fucking go with that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Except for you. You know what you did. I'm not talking to you. They know. They fucking know. Good night. Bye, bro. I'll keep it that. That, that was. <laughs>